Hi, friends. Kenny Jang here with the Church Online Podcast. Welcome to today's episode. Today, we're going to talk about what is digital identity, why your digital identity actually matters, and how to reach people with with thoughtful design, logos, brandings, and digital identity. Now, before we get started, let me just share with you this episode is brought to us by .church. .church is a top-level domain name used by tens of thousands of churches like Canvas.church and Life.church to connect and engage with visitors online. As part of the identity digital portfolio, .church domains come with an added security and phishing protection. Get a .church domain name at name.church or your favorite registrar. Now, today's guest I have right by beside me on the screen is DJ Chuang, DJ's ambassador for the .church domain, part of Identity Digital, um, that powers most of the relevant domain names across the internet. Now, DJ is known as a thought leader um, who helps churches and nonprofits learn how to use the latest digital technologies. DJ, welcome to the conversation today. Hey, thank you for the warm welcome. Great to be here, Kenny. So let's get right to it for today's conversation. I love this topic in particular as a communicator, as somebody who's really um, trying to steward brands and identity for so many different organizations that we've come across. Um, I'll just pitch the first question, DJ. I'm, I'm actually curious what your take is. It's basically, why do you think church leaders care? Why, why should church leaders care about their digital identity in today's world? Well, we, before we talk about the why, let's tell about uh, what what it is. What is a digital identity? Yes. So digital identity, one a simple way to define it is how you show up digitally, how you show up online when people see you, experience you, or want to find you. And all of that is wrapped up into your domain name, your username, your handle, and the ways that people can connect with you, even if you want to include YouTube channel, but YouTube channels have a URL, have a username. And, uh, and then in the virtual world, you might even call it avatar. But um, it's, it's all of what represents you in that digital world, on the internet, in social media. And so why churches must care is, well, we've just endured two years of the global pandemic and the lockdown. And so we've been socially isolated, but digitally, we've been able to connect. And we could connect with all kinds of things on the internet, all kinds of uh, shopping, all kinds of websites, all kinds of news, disinformation, so on and so on. And then there's churches that we want to connect with. Uh, yes, we want to connect with our members and those who attend, who are already part of our community. We also want to outreach to those who are not yet part of our community because we want to be a blessing and share the good news of a better life, uh, higher quality of life that we can have in Christ. And so it's, it's so important for churches and church leaders to care about their digital identity because it is the critical link to other people. Uh, digital is not just a thing in the cloud. On the other side of that screen is a human person with a soul made in the image of God. Absolutely. And so Absolutely. your digital identity is how you make that connection. In fact, 17 million Americans will visit a church website even though they don't attend churches, Whoa. which is amazing. Here's a whole audience of people 
that if your church is not making itself present, easy to access, easy to identify, and easy to connect, that's a huge lost opportunity. And I think the aha moment that happened during the COVID pandemic was realizing, hey, we, we have the potential, and many churches actually experience this, we're reaching more people outside of our buildings capacity, seating capacity, than we ever had because we streamed our services online. In fact, 96% of churches streamed their worship services during the past two years. And that's a tremendous thing. I think God kind of pushed us out of the nest, <laughs> the nest of the comfortable pews, those, those churches that have comfortable pews, <laughs> and pushed us out of the nest so that we could reach more people with the good news of Jesus Christ. I just want to go back to the stat today. 17 million Americans yes. visit a church website this year that they don't attend. Um, that's incredible. That's a big audience that I wonder how many church leaders actually have ever thought of that, that that, that is a huge segment to be able to catch in, in this channel. In terms of AdWords to target audiences with messages, hope and purpose and care and love and uh, meeting felt needs that people have, what they're searching for that churches can provide. But uh, churches tend to have that reputation and there's perhaps some truth to that. They tend to be laggards and slower to adopt new technologies. And so um, it's, it's a lost opportunity for churches how, how to do that. And, and uh, the fact is the seminaries that you and I have attended, we didn't have any training in terms of using internet tools and understanding its potential. And even myself, it wasn't until my recent research that I found out, wow, there's 17 million people out there that are willing to visit church websites and never step foot uh, in a church building. And so that's, that's amazing, amazing opportunity to reach. Yeah. I think this is just one of those reasons why having that identity online, right? Because people visit, like you said, right? Like before they even go, they tap or click through to your digital front door. Um, it's so important to get that identity right online first, right? That first touch because um, we're we're no longer in that day and age where people just go to places blindly. People look up stuff. And I think with voice, right? With, with voice, I've been learning that. Even, mm -hmm. I've been using my Apple Watch more for so many more voice searches, just quick things um, that as voice becomes even more prevalent in, in our technology and our gadgets, everyday usage, that that stuff is going to matter even more so. Um, so anyway, um, now, okay, let's go to brass tacks then for that identity. The first cornerstone is literally like your address, right? Like what, yes. your, what your address is, what is your domain name, right? So what difference can an actual donate, do, domain name make? Um, can you share with us your, your insights on that? Because I think that's something where one, we all like, when we, we, when we create a church website or we create a new website, we obsess over the identity, over the name of the domain, but that's just for vanity's purpose. But there's much more to it than just to have something that sounds nice or that's short, right? Like what, let's talk about that, those, that mechanics in the user experience. Yes. Well, actually, a lot of the conversation energy has been about the church website experience and the design yeah. and the first impression of the look. But there's a first impression before that first impression. 
and that's the digital front door, the domain name, mm-hmm. and what people see on the search results when they're searching for your church or when they're searching for churches near them, over 800,000 searches a month of people searching yeah. for churches near me. Yes, absolutely. 800, I'm going to say that again because your Alexa told me to say it again. Over 800,000 people are searching monthly for churches near me. And Google has over 200 signals on identifying which churches uh, near me should be ranking for that person based on the user's geolocation, based on what Google has figured out based on your church's location. And one of the signals is your church domain name. And so uh, for some churches, they can be strategic and use the city name dot church to connect with Google. And when people search for churches near me, they can find your church. Now, um, the domain name makes a big difference in the search result because uh, Microsoft did research and found that there's a 25% increase in click-throughs when people can recognize the domain name as something meaningful instead of something just generic like cc.org. So here's a great uh, little quiz that I can share with your viewers and listeners. So cc.com, cc.org, and cc.church. Would you venture a guess to what cc.com might be? I don't know if you're a fan of television, Kenny. Closed caption? I don't know. CC? CC CC.com. So it's a .com stands for a commercial entity. And over time, it's just become a generic domain name. And people just think of .com because it's a website. But you can communicate so much more through the website. And then when you just use CC.com, it's like, well, I don't know what it is other than it's a website. Yeah. Well, CC.com happens to be Comedy Central. Ah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Might be a little, might be a little too edgy for some of our listeners. So they might not visit that website very often. But Comedy Central is CC.com. And then when you see a web address like CC.org, you know, what, what does that tell you? What, what do you think that might be? No clue. Yeah. So the only clue that .org gives you, it's a, some kind of a charity or nonprofit. Yeah, but, you know, even though it's a great, super short domain name, and sh- short is a valuable thing to have if you can get a super short domain. Well, uh, but it doesn't have meaning, and so meaning really helps people to understand a brand, understand an identity, and just gives that extra affinity. And you want to use every um, touch point that you can. Well, cc.org is Christian Coalition. Yeah. Okay. One of those things that came back from the 80s. <laughs> uh, and then cc.church. Well, I know, that is. A church. I, know that. I know what it is. It's a church. It's a church. <laughs> and then when you're searching for a church near me or you're searching for hope or faith community belonging and you see that in the search results, cc.church, like, oh, yeah, that's that's more of what I want. And cc.church happens to be uh, owned by Champion Center. So cc.church is champion center, but people immediately recognize it's a church. And then if they're looking for a church, they click right through. They, they're not going to read all the mumbo jumbo because people's attention spans are so short and people are reading headlines. And then 
that domain name is in headlines. So in fact, I would, I, would, I would argue, DJ, that that is um, so much better, even if you didn't know what the, or even if you knew what it was, like Comedy Central, I don't know if I would remember it's cc.com necessarily, or that Christian Coalition, mm. that org, but if I knew cc.church, I, I was like, what, what's that church again? And then you can, you know, backtrack and say, oh, it's champions. Oh, CC. I, there's so much value. You're right. Just literally, even before you get to the website, that domain name actually just has so much, um, so much value. Now, here's the question yes. though. Most churches, unless you're a church plant, unless you're launching a new church, um, most churches already have a website, right? They have a domain name. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Are we supposed to just like trash our current domain that we've in, uh, invested in and put bi- on business cards and flyers and signs and everything? You know, what can they do to actually upgrade? Well, it's, it's a great conversation to explore at the right time and the right season, just as logos uh, for businesses and churches. It's something that is revisited every three to five years, roughly. Some some might do it more often because they, the church is going through a lot of changes and you want the visual and the communication and the design and even the domain name and, and to, to have that kind of alignment to yes. communicate yes. visually, verbally uh, yes. what you want to say in terms of your vision and in terms of the people you're trying to reach and in terms of the feeling. So there's a whole emotional element when it comes to visual design, all of that to align. And so domain names can get an upgrade to better match your domain. So if you're using a a domain name like, um, I don't know, elevationchurch.org, let's uh, go ahead and just uh, mention one that's a very well-known church, very popular church, strong digital presence and all the same, but its domain name isn't quite upgraded to its maximum potential because a bit longer, it's got at that org. Uh, yes, it's got church in the keyword, but they also own elevation.church. And what they're currently well, doing is elevation.church redirects to elevationchurch.org. Now, if their strategic team happens to be listening to this podcast, I would encourage them to say, hey, you know what? You've got a tremendous opportunity to begin adjusting and refining, and even take it up to that next level and yes. make elevation.church your new website homepage and then have elevationchurch.org redirect to the dot church yes. so just flip it around it's a couple uh technical configurations and all your print and matter in terms of elevation elevationchurch.org it's still valid it, it still works, works. Yeah, it works but you can make that small technical change and start acclimating people to using dot church it adds that extra punctuation to your domain name, and then you can begin leveraging more and more of your communication into your next season of how you want to communicate visually and verbally, and then it becomes elevation.church, elevation.church. And one of the other churches that has been the pioneers in digital engagement, one of the first churches to move to a .church is life.church. Yes, life.church. And what they're able to, you know, you know, what they're able to do with that is they're able to use life.church as their social media handle, they're using it as their domain name, they're using it as their brand, and they're using it on their physical signs on on um, their buildings. And anytime they communicate, they, they can just put their logo and name, and they don't have to add an extra URL. 
Yeah, everything's you don't, baked you don't in. Very streamlined, so efficient, and it's just beautiful. Ele- I love it. Elegant. Beautiful. Elegant. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, uh, thank you, DJ. I, I think when we're thinking about branding, identity, and marketing, and collateral systems, et cetera, um, many times we don't pause to actually break it down to the super-duper fundamental pieces. And this is, I believe, just one of the first conversations and processes you need to think about if you want to be strategic, especially, well, both short-term and long-term um, with all of your messaging out there. So thank you for walking us through that stuff. Um, final final hey, thoughts. Hey, one more thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah, one more thing, just like Steve Jobs would say. And one more thing. Uh, this, your, your, your audience is a technical audience. This is Church Tech Today um, online uh, yep. church podcast. And so one of the things that church leaders and technical staff and communicators will rec- uh, be concerned about is, hey, what about SEO, search engine optimization? If we switch a domain name, will that you know, cause us to lose our SEO equity? No, no. Google accommodates domain changes. Yeah. Google loves uh, staying relevant with changes and people change domain names from time to time. So just follow the instructions on Google, how to reset your 301 domain, uh, 301 redirect on your server, and then also notify Google, hey, we've changed domain names, take all our SEO juice from the old site to yeah. the new site, and Google's happy to move it right along. You've got no loss, and then you've just added uh, extra brand recognition and move yourself into that new season. Love it. Love it. And I, I think maybe one other conversation in the future, or maybe we need to have you on for like a webinar or a masterclass is, is literally all those steps and processes that you started to talk about of like, when you change the brand, what do you do, the redirects and all that kind of stuff. So um, I appreciate sharing your wisdom and your experience in this area. Thank you, DJ, for today's conversation. Um, everybody, if you Thank want you. to search for your own .church domain name, uh, you can go to an easy place. Go to name.church. You can even try it out. Name.church. www.name.church. That's a registrar. You can look up and see availability. Or go to your favorite registrar. Most re- big registrars um, have .church options available for you today. DJ, thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week for another episode of the Church Online Podcast. I'm Kenny Jang. Make sure to be social, stay social. <laughs>